people of all genders, of all ages, and possibly coming from outer space, this is Podcasting of Age with your very own Emperor of the Internet, Joshua Norton the second, And Cerberus, the resident normal person. In space! Yes, indeed. And today is a topic that will probably uh, make a lot of people feel that we should just nuke the whole planet and start all over again with intelligent cockroaches. Which, you know, serves us all well while languishing under Trump's apocalypse. Can't possibly be any worse, can it? I mean, comparatively, really, who's to say the cockroaches wouldn't do a better job? That's something we'll probably have to find out uh, soon enough. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I guess we should actually introduce the actual topic instead of talking about introducing. And the topic today is uh, horrible teachers in uh, mostly uh, in form of Jason uh, with guest starring Penny. No, no, no. Today's topic is about the greatest teacher in the entire world, Jason, who's only surpassed by Penny. Because these people are so good at their jobs. Amazing. Yes, indeed. Uh, And I'll have to say, I mean, it's always uh, amusing in a not that amusing way to see people uh, defending Joe, which we talked about before and his views on concept. But I have occasionally seen people saying that Jason's not too bad of a teacher. And considering that we haven't seen nearly as much of Jason and what we've seen is even more horrible than Joe, uh, that reaction makes me perplexed, to say the least. Yeah, I mean... I'm 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 gonna lay my biases out here on the table. I my day job is I am a teacher. I teach middle school and high school. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm of the opinion like when I when I'm doing a vocation, when I see someone who is just this objectively bad at it and this objectively harmful at it, it infuriates me. So like Jason is one of those people that I don't know if I can ever like the character even if he has a redemption arc, because of just the level of awful at his job of teaching he is. I suppose maybe the redemption arc would have to involve him voluntarily quitting. Yeah, or or being strung up on a rail and run out of town. Oh, God, yeah, that uh, I just got the, this nice, really, you know, classic Warner Bros. cartoon <laughs> shot at how that would happen with, you know, the setting sun and maybe some explosions, probably yeah, he, a wild horse he, he, and he, so on and so on. He, oh, good old classic Warner Bros. cartoon violence. What can you not do for me? Yeah, he's he's tarred and feathered and he's just still got that smug look on his face of like, oh, no, this is inconvenient for me. <laughs> in his queen's english of course queen's english yes uh now we should probably get into uh what makes jason so horrible and we'll start by his very um well not his very very first strip but the first strip where he actually has a personality uh and where he's not uh, sort of just uh a prop, so to speak, for for putting up uh, the other people's personalities. And uh, this part is properly introduced to Jason, is in the strip Hours, August Mm. 5th, 2011, uh, in which uh, Sal is having trouble with her math 
and uh, the professor is just yeah uh, i got the ta for questions and uh, and uh, then she comes to him and like uh, excuse me his first office hours are tuesday and thursday only 2 30 through and then he looks at uh, Sal, and immediately his hormones takes over all he's ever been taught about how to teach students. Ethics prevent me from changing office hours to right the hell now. Yeah, yeah that that that's not. It's like how many ways are this a bad way to start a student-teacher relationship, which in terms of like professional relationship which is the only way yeah. a student-teacher relationship should be. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, openly, it's openly a punishing students for following the rules. Like, Professor Rees tells her, oh, you have to go to my TA, and, my, and the TA is instantly like, fuck you, here are my office hours, and then instantly creeps on her while staring at her boobs. Like, his eyeline is not to her face. His eyeline is straight down her cleavage. Ooh, yeah. And uh, thankfully, at least Sal immediately follows up by calling him out on his fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, and in which I will say, like, if he's one million degrees of bad already at this point, it he says a line that makes it one degree lesser, which still leaves 999,999 levels of bad. Mm -hmm. And that is he actually simply apologizes to her when she calls him out on it, which, I mean, hello, Cerberus Cat. Yes, so um, uh, all of you will be getting a special guest star for this uh, episode, which is my cat, uh, who has decided that she really, really needs to be a part of the podcast today. Yep. Uh, anyway, like I said, uh, the thing about Joe, whenever he gets called out on his shit, if it even registers with him, he always tries to justify his actions all the freaking time, always, without any exception whatsoever. That one thing Jason does slightly better here before he turns a lot worse later on, mm -hmm. uh, I will have to warn, is simply saying, sorry, I spoke out of turn. Like, he admits, yeah, this was wrong. And then he says, like, honestly, Tuesdays and Thursdays from 2.30 to 5, and I will assist you in your studies. Uh, and, uh, yeah, at least that is the small, tiny glimmer of... Uh, seeing a match from about two being flared up from about two million miles away yeah i mean it, it's to me it's not nearly enough but like it is definitely a thing like he definitely and i mean she she calls him out in hard like that initial uh, interaction like she goes yeah this started out as just a charade for the benefit of a sweet little busybody but this got out of hand the moment i got hormoned on by Pee Wee herman like she like straight up has no time for his shit and like i said you'd know that if he had been joe he would just have come up with some sort of excuse why it is sal's fault that he would talk to her this way yeah or taking obsession uh, uh exception to the Pee Wee herman comment of being like and making that the focus instead exactly uh, so that is the one uh tiny flare match from a scene from a million miles away and uh then we are uh, going forward, like uh, 
he seems to like okay she's uh, still doing bad and uh, he's expecting her at his office so far uh, so not too freaking horrible and then we are uh, getting to the strip verse december 24th 2012 and uh, in which um, sal is not having a good time because jason your tutoring made my grades worse and he's let me see that oh hmm, yes i see the problem there it is plain as day what's the problem you're positively hopeless yeah is part of your brain exploding right now in rage I, I, d d yes. <laughs> um, flames, flames on the side of my face, breathing hot. <laughs> uh, hat tip to Madeline Khan for that one. But, yeah, it's, if there is one thing you never, ever do as a, as a teacher, it's sleep with a student. But, assuming you're not complete shit, the second most thing you don't do ever is tell a student they are hopeless that is such bullshit and it does so much harm like a lot of kids i work with um like a lot of them like a lot of the ones i come into who have like issues with like math and science it's because they had a teacher like this who basically made them feel like they were hopeless like they weren't worth any time or attention or care and that they were just bad at the subject and it damages the kid. Like, the kid, it's harder for them to try. It makes them feel like they shouldn't bother trying. It makes them easier to fall into, like, destructive friend groups and the like. Because it's like, well, if I'm worthless already, then what does it care if I, you know, do a bunch of drugs or stop doing any homework or stop showing up entirely? And uh, this also goes into another thing in that uh, there are definitely certain types of students who get to hear this these horrible things more often and mm -hmm. that is basically the students that are for one reason or another without the same resources to deal with their problem yeah. as uh, as the students who tend to do well like they don't have a family that can support them because their family have to all work double shifts just to get by and of course we have a uh, racial uh, stereotype reinforcement going on mm -hmm. like people of color can't be clever so uh, just give up already mm -hmm. and, and uh, that's um, probably and uh, the important uh, thing to note on that is yeah people of color hear that all the fucking time that oh like give up give up give up you're not going to amount to anything like so this is not new for sal <laughs> That's true. And uh, in this strip immediately afterwards, drop, she oh, well, uh, starts there's even, calling. There's even more bad in this one strip. Like, there's the racial element. There's also the sexual element. Like, women in math are constantly denigrated and are constantly, like, anytime they are experiencing any type of struggle, they're often told to give up entirely, that the subject's just too hard for them. And it's a lot easier to internalize because they're, again, receiving the messages everywhere. So she's got kind of that double whammy going on. And there's the fact that in panel three, she says, Jason, your tutoring made my grades worse. That's a valid complaint. 
his teaching style is the situation. His te- she's basically saying, hey, your teaching style actually made me understand this less objectively. We can see in this like grade that you graded. And his response to basically being like having concrete evidence that, oh, my teaching style is a problem is to immediately blame the, um, the student. Because, oh, it couldn't be that he's a shit teacher. It has to be that she's a shit learner. Indeed. And uh, I could not find it now, but uh, your comment also reminded me, like, uh, there is an XKCD strip, and XKCD is a wonderful strip, and everyone should read it, and you probably already do, uh, everyone who listens to this podcast, but uh, in which uh, he uh, says, uh, in which he demonstrates it's quite uh, neatly, like uh, two panels, uh, two people uh, doing math wrong. The first guy is male, and the, the uh, teacher says, wow, you, or maybe not teacher, but someone mm-hmm. says, wow, you suck at math. And when it's the female doing it, it's, wow, women suck at math. Yep, uh, that would be xkcd.com slash 385, how it works. Man, uh, I should know better than not <laughs> think that uh, you would already have that one ready for us. <laughs> that one's on my bookmarks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, let's go to the yeah, n- number, very next the drop st- one. Yeah. Strip <laughs> drop. Yeah. And in which uh, she's like uh, immediately uh, calling him out. And the interesting thing is like, I believe she's particularly doing uh, taking the sudden drawl uh, mm. thing uh, because uh, she doesn't want to do the uh, being picked on because of my color or being picked on because of my woman. Uh, she chooses another angle because she knows that it's easier to get sympathy for being told that you're stupid because of sudden drawl because I mean, it is right. I, there are lots of uh, lots and lots and lots of clever uh, and uh, compassionate people in the South as well. And just because they have that accent doesn't mean that they are, you know, Confederate flag waving uh, inbred hillbillies at all. And But the fact is that, to use that, because it's a bit more efficient to to call someone out and say that instead of saying uh, just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I'm a moron or just because I'm black doesn't mean I'm a moron because like it, she knows how to attack and call out people. Yeah, and I mean, it's also, that is a form of discrimination, especially in kind of like the Northeast where if you have kind of that Southeastern US drawl, that Southern drawl as it were, like you are assumed to be dumber than you actually are. Like, that's actually a noticeable bit of regionalism, and it tends to be it tends to be kind of, like, caught up also in kind of classism and stuff, where the Southern drawl is seen as a poor accent, and we kind of assume in America that poor people equal stupid. So there's kind of that. And so, yeah, and, like... Uh... And also, it definitely, uh, it reminds me that uh, she's uh, probably also choosing it because he made such a point of speaking the Queen's English earlier mm-hmm. uh, in the comic. And then he just, I I did not say that. Yes, that's exactly what you said. Don't be a fucking liar, Jason. Yeah, and I mean, that, that starts getting into kind of introducing one of the bigger problems with Jason is that he can't own his shit. 
anytime he's like called down on his shit, he like tries and find like like especially gets more and more into like just sort of defending this crap and like creating the situation where he's like oh you are calling me out on exactly what i did well that makes me look like an asshole so i didn't do it or like trying to minimize it in some way instead of yeah. just owning up like no i actually did just call you an asshole or, like just call you a moron and, and then, of course, he follows up by mm -hmm. immediately, uh, once again, tr uh, uh, calling her a moron, uh, but this time very carefully wording it so that she can't possibly claim that uh, he called her a moron. Uh, but all the same, maybe you should drop this course while you can. Mm -hmm. Which is such passive-aggressive bullshit. Yes, there are people in courses that are too advanced for them or like that they don't have the prerequisites for or like it's it's doing them harm to try and stick in it like um i've, I've had to drop out of classes when it just wasn't the right fit for me and um and even ones where realizing it wasn't the right fit for me is what helped me realize that that major wasn't the right fit for me um but this is seems a fairly standard intro calculus uh, class and it's the beginning of the year with like yeah she's not doing well but there's no sign that she's like at a complete remedi like remedial level exactly now it will of course always be hard for uh, for for you know uh people in teaching positions and uh, uh, student guide counselors and so on, it will always be hard to tell someone that uh, maybe this isn't the right thing for you. There's, mm -hmm. there's hardly any way that doesn't make the student feel like a failure. I mean, uh, in the absolutely adorable webcomic Always Human, which you all definitely all should read and which there are people who might not so i'm definitely pimping that uh, there is a student counselor that does know about austin like she's definitely you know taking the time to go through austin's uh, progression to see that she might benefit from doing something else rather than uh, being too stubborn to admit that uh, uh, that changing does not necessarily mean failure, that it might actually mean good things for her. And even then, Austin feels she did not like that chat at all. Nobody likes that chat. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. But still, while there aren't any particularly good ways to say it, there are lots of so very, very, very bad ways to say it. And Jason is uh, encompassing those bad ways. And mm -hmm. which triggers off Sal to becoming really angry, understandably. Like uh, like you said, this is at the beginning of class and, mm -hmm. uh, uh, and uh, she's not quitting that easily. And uh, she's basically making this promise that she's damn well going to uh, pass this garden class. And when that's still not somehow good, not good enough, You'll, I'll run them down with my goddamn motorcycle, which I paid for myself. Which, by the way, shows that Sal is the fact that Sal has that super cool motorcycle. Think of how resourceful, internally resourceful, that woman must be to be able to get in a position to buy that motorcycle, considering how she's been uh, 
not getting help from practically anyone for most of her life. That's yeah, incredibly impressive right there. And that shows you don't do that if you don't have some brains. Well, it's you also really don't. It's also it's worth noting, like her brother comes in very, very sure of himself, very confident, like honor student. He believes like that he is like he believes what his parents have been telling him, which is he's a smart one, his sister's a dumb one. But she made it to the same school that he did, which means, and she did it with the handicap of having to deal with all of, like, the parole stuff and, like, all, and, like, not even being in the same city for years and having no parental support in the way that he probably got in, like, a million and a half different ways he didn't notice. So, like, the fact that she worked her ass off to get there shows that, yeah, she's willing to put in the work, and you see that with her consistently trying to talk to Jason about, like, getting support, getting help. Like, you know, she keeps going over there, and she keeps on putting forth that time and that effort. And, like, for him to just dismiss that, like, students who are willing to put in the effort are rare. And, like, when you're a teacher, you fucking value that shit. Because it's like, like, those are the ones who are going to excel beyond your wildest dreams because they're willing to put in the time to become really, really good at something. If you can just kind of connect with them and make them believe in themselves. Yeah. Uh, instead, he uh, responds to her clearly hyperbolic running down the goddamn motorcycle because Sal is not really that kind of person. Mm-hmm. But he responds to that with, you don't need a tutor, you need therapy, with a look that says that, he, I mean, he looks at her as if he means it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, she has to call call him out on that too. Like, good therapy, therapy for me. That's an old suggestion. And he's not even like he's not even pretending it's a joke. He says quite plainly that just a behavioral observation. Like he meant what he said right mm-hmm. there. If anyone doubts that he said it for the punchline, no, he meant what he said downright. And he's not even trying to apologize oh, yeah. for it uh, there. Uh, which which um let me just kind of like highlight the fact of you don't fucking tell a kid they need therapy and you especially like i especially hate the notion of treating therapy like a punishment like a bad thing like oh because you're doing wrong things you need therapy and that's your punishment for doing wrong things like no people need therapy it's a helpful thing it's a thing that helps them like like work through really tough stuff it's it's like it's exactly like a crutch it's something you need to heal properly and the fact that he's just treating this so dismissively like like hearing that kind of talk about therapy you know it's that's why Sal thinks so poorly of therapy is because she's got her family and like the cops and jason types all kind of treating it like oh you dare experience anger at your parents for them utterly dismissing every accomplishment you've ever made well you get to deserve therapy because you're crazy yep and uh, then sal reacts the best way she uh, or the only way she knows how when she discovered that following the rules doesn't work she breaks them and uh, of course this is not sal doing a good thing per se but at the same time like it's at least understandable, I'd say, 
while she's doing what she does, which is forcing Jason to uh, open up his office hour, hours for her right now. Like I said, she tried to follow the rules. The rules just slammed her down for the millionth time, and mm -hmm. she's discovered that breaking the rules gets her what she what she wants. So, yeah. Well, if breaking the rules gets you what you want and following the rules doesn't, then what are you going to do? What lesson are you going to learn from that? The lesson is that you break the rules, of course. Yep. And uh, then follows up that she drags him to his office and she does it even in front of other people. And uh, he complains about, is no one concerned that I'm visibly being transported against my will? And no, they're not. No. And uh, and uh, just to move things forward, we finally get to his office in the strip cracking January 3rd, 2013, in which we meet uh, the one possible teacher that could uh, possibly be worse than Jason Penny. Mm. Yep, because uh, now that we get Penny introduced and uh, Sal just, hey lady, get out of here, this space is ours today. And she's just like, oh, holding a cracking fit bird for an off hour snogging, are we, Jason? Like, yep, that's what we, that's what I do. That's what I expect other people to do. Rules psh, don't apply to me. I fuck whoever I want, whenever I want, and nobody's gonna call me out on it. That's her right there in that one panel. Yeah. And she reacts to the fact that Jason is at this point uh, actually not planning to do any of that stuff. Uh, again, just making it one point less bad after the about three billion points of being bad, which but then again, that uh, one point is going to be mm. cancelled out soon, so it doesn't really count. Uh, still, uh, we then get into uh, Avail Yourself, January 8th, and... Uh, oh, yeah. And then we get to the next way oh, no, no, that no. he... Yeah, are you going into Avail Yourself? Oh, yeah, because, oh, okay. hey... We've already put her down for, you know, uh, being Southern, being Black, being woman. Uh, and, uh, hey, why not also be a fucking judgmental asshole for her being sexually active? Well, it's even worse. He's uh, judgmental at her for not being sexually active. Like, you're in a dry spell, eh? Like, he's mocking the fact that she's not and that she's kind of like looking at all these people kind of shacking up around her and being like oh yeah but but then again he's also immediately being judgmental on that uh, the kinds of persons mm -hmm. she has sex with must be uh complete mm -hmm. assholes and uh, oh no and... it's it's even worse than that like when a white person says of the local thugs and hoodlums they're not talking about white people they're not nope. talking about white assholes. That is an explicitly racist statement. And uh, which Sal, Sal lets the racist part of the statement sort of roll over uh, in that she doesn't explicitly call out, call that out because she's learned so many times that that won't do shit anyway. Uh, yeah. But she does call him out by uh, saying that. Uh, uh, Phrases like avail yourself is basically turning people into nuns. And of course, thing is, I'm pretty sure that uh, at this point, 
Jason has himself also been in quite a dry spell uh, because he's such a stuck-up asshole and he's mm. probably pr projecting his own frustration on that onto her because he has to just be horrible in every little way, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. Including, um, oh, oh, how to even get into like the racist bullshit in that last line of um, when... When she's like, not anymore, no. You using the phrase avail yourself of has caused Makuter to retreat for the winner. Like, yeah, avail yourself of is an exceedingly, like, it's treating sex as, like, this exceedingly object thing. It's like, it's basically kind of like treating herself like an object. Like, no, that's pretty fucking unsexy. That's pretty fucking fucked up. And then his immediate response to that is, Blade, Dog, and Destroyer are certain to be heartbroken which just plays into this racist idea of bad girls who are of color um, and are assumed to be coming from poorer backgrounds must, of course, be getting involved with gangbangs, which is a racist term in and of itself. And so it's like, and like this also an incredibly like polyphobic statement. And just like, this really gross statement of like, oh, well, I assume you're an idiot. I see you're a black woman. So clearly you must be having sex with two men at once. When all you have said to prompt this is, oh, you, you've had sex and my brother's had sex and everyone seems to be shacking up with people. You know, that's, that's sweet and sad for me. You know, like nothing to trigger that kind of level of fucking contempt. Indeed, and uh, and it just uh, then goes on to uh, to have some more examples of uh, how bad uh, uh, how bad Jason is as a teacher, and then we get to the strip without January twenty fourth, and here we comes right to the heart of the problem, like uh, Jason is getting impatient and uh, Sal is determined not to give up until she understands the concept of DX. And mm -hmm. he just starts repeating the same spiel that he's been doing a million times. And she calls him out on that too. Like you said it 15 billion times. So maybe you should, should have picked up by now that the explanation ain't doing the trick. Like he needs to learn how to express himself in a way that other people can actually understand him on. Mm -hmm. That yeah. is what has been wrong all this time. That is why she's having had trouble with math all this time. And we know this, of course, because of what's happening later in the strip, but mm -hmm. he's just going to, uh, to once again, blaming her for everything. Temper, you've been without cigarette for a while, haven't you? And yeah. while, she, while she did uh, at some point earlier, herself admit that she becomes grumpy without cigarettes no that's not something mm -hmm. you throw back in people's faces if you're a teacher or a teacher yeah. aide you're and, supposed to try and you know teach mm -hmm. and like that's that's the central flaw he has like i know that like research universities tas are mostly brought in for grad work like to do research work so they're not necessarily trained first up to be a teacher but like the essence of teaching, like the most crucial skill of teaching is one method's not going to help everyone. You have to come in with multiple methods. And when a method isn't working, that's a judgment on you. 
that's not a judgment on any of the students, and that's a sign that you need to switch it up. You need to come at it in a different angle, because every student's going to have something that's just not clicking right, that's described awkwardly. And it's very strongly implied that Professor Rees explains things very, very terribly, and in ways that are very, very hard to understand. So yeah, like, his, like, oh, I'll just repeat what Professor Rees says, or I'll just repeat what I say, and you should get it, or you're an idiot, is the central flaw of why he's a terrible teacher, because if you're running around for hours saying the same thing over and over again and hoping it will work, like, that's not how you teach. You, and especially in a one-on-one setting like that, that's your opportunity to be like, okay, let's try some different approaches and see which one helps you understand this, which one actually clicks. Indeed. And, uh, of course, uh, here's the thing uh, in that uh, he earlier complained about her vilifying the traditional uh, education system. And as time goes by, we, we are finding more and more evidence that the traditional education system is, quite frankly, a lot of bullshit. Mm-hmm. And class sizes are far too big uh, in general. Uh, that's one problem. And the whole uh thinking that everyone learns uh, or should be able to learn the same way is another mm-hmm. uh, yeah. uh, learning by repetition mm-hmm. the third one which uh well at that one at least is uh, something that uh, is being you know uh, addressed in the better schools of the countries around the world uh even some US schools is addressing that uh thankfully yeah and it's also worth noting, like, the the cloud that hangs over all of this, like, teaching stuff gets back to um, one of the uh, earliest uh, strips that we see Jason in, um, Notes, on November 11th, 2010. Uh, we hear Professor Reese talking to the class, and what he says is, Before I let you go, pass your notes to your right, and my TA will pick them up at the end of each row. These will return to you the next class. The TA will use your notes to take attendance and ascertain your understanding of today's lecture. Except here's the thing. You need notes to study. And we know that he assigns classwork based on the notes, based on the material. And they don't have any of their notes to work with, to use, to study that. Like, they are actively prevented from having the very thing they would do in a just listen to me and jot down everything I say style. Like, so even if she was trying to follow that system, it wouldn't work because she's not memorizing it in real time. And that's such a narrow strip, a subset of people that would have that skill that it's a shock that the majority of the class isn't failing. Yep. And uh, once again, the lesson Sal learns from this is that trying to do it the uh, f- by following the rules, once again, is not working. So once again, Sal falls back on what she knows how to do best, which is breaking the rules, mm-hmm. which comes to the strip, what's all this? January 25th, 2013. And uh, well, there's, in a way, there's not much to say except that the uh, that uh, Sal decides to seduce Jason, and Jason is, in fact, perfectly fine with this, uh, despite all his feeble protests. Yeah, and and later on, he's going to be, like, blaming her a lot. And yes, she is the sexual aggressor in this scene, but that doesn't fucking matter when you're a goddamn teacher. 
you say no, you get yourself out of there, you fucking shut that shit down. And you certainly don't just go into it and then start fucking them. And then later on be like, oh, what? No, that was all on you because you initiated. Like, that's such a bullshit excuse when you have that power dynamic. It's 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 the bullshit it's the bullshit sting excuse in like um that really creepy song um don't stand so close to me, where it's like oh this underage student wants me so it's okay for me to stalk her to her car and like let myself be seduced. It's like no, no you're a fucking teacher. Fuck you and your shit. It doesn't matter if the student's wanting to do something because. They're a student. You have a power dynamic. You don't do it. Yep. And uh, then uh, I don't want to uh, to think about that strip in itself too much. Then mm -hmm. it happens that uh, after another uh, exam, he's still grading her honestly, which like it's weird for me to to say exactly what I think about that. I mean, yeah, he's pro he, I guess he's doing the right thing for the wrong reasons is probably what I can say about that grading he did there. Um, no, I mean, it, it's basically, it's basically fuck you, I got mine is what that is. Like, so we're talking about the strips uh, robust on May 17th, 2013, and more quietly yes. on May 18th, 2013. And like, yeah, she basically calls him out and like, what the fuck? I thought we had a deal here. I fuck you. You give me a good grade. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. Hush, hush. We can't do this in public. Like, he's trying to dictate the terms of how they can discuss it. Brings her in a position where she no longer has power by being, like, having a crowd she can gather. Um, and then he, like, kind of, like, yells at her and like, oh, no, we agreed to sex, not to grade thing. Even though that was, and she's absolutely right. It wasn't fucking it was fucking implied and then like picks on her and being like oh well you didn't think i was attractive and like basically tries to undermine her at every point and like the whole thing is basically to create like oh i didn't breach my uh bound my morals you breached your morals like making it like oh you decided to do that thing but because i didn't follow up with giving you a grade like, that would be the real problem. It's like, no, it isn't. The real problem is you slept with a student. You not giving them the grades afterwards is just you being a dick to the student afterwards. Like, you basically let them believe they were consenting on one ground, which was you're giving them better grades. And then later on, we're like, nope, I took out my side of the bargain because fuck you. I already got the sex. What are you going to do? Unfuck me? Yeah. And, and this is one of the uh, reasons why I really want to just punch this guy repeatedly. Indeed. And then uh, and then he goes and does it all over again. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's not dwell too much on he, they, them doing it again, and certainly not on their little pillow talk uh, strip, because I want to take a shower whenever I see that strip now. So, mm -hmm. uh, Though I do want to briefly touch on Nothing to Lose on June 16th, 2013, where like she's beating herself up for doing it again. And then he's like complaining, like, oh, if we're find out you've got nothing to lose, a slap on the wrist, maybe, maybe, but I would be thrown out of the program. My entire career would be jeopardized. And it's like, fuck you. You're the one who broke that very, very important rule and decided to do this. 
And instead, like, all he's doing is he's constantly throwing it on her. Like, it's all you. You decide to do this. I'm this completely agentsless individual. And that's bullshit. Because, like, these scenes are were not rape. Like, these scenes, he fully consented to the sex. But afterwards, he tries and makes all of the blame fall on her instead. And be like, oh, no, 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 no. This was all on you. And basically, like... And even, like, pretending like he has real principles. Like, he says at the end, um, it's like, like, she says, Christ, whatever gross perverted kink you have, I'll do it if you'll just shut up. And he says, violating all of my deeply ingrained principles is apparently it. And it's like, no, he doesn't. He doesn't have any fucking principles. He's done this twice now. And both times, he's mostly just focused on making her feel like shit for it and punishing her for his decision to sleep with a student. And uh, that particular line basically goes into one of the major problems with practically all humans, that we are always the hero in our own life, always mm-hmm. the hero in our own story. It's other people that are bad people. We are not. And uh, and that's sort of one of the things about movie villains don't really exist in the real world. There are hardly any people that... Uh, gladly will call themselves out as evil motherfuckers. They will all think that they had justifiable reasons to do what they did. And Jason is most certainly no exception to that. And Mm -hmm. it requires some serious self-insight to even recognize it and probably half a lifetime to overcome it. Yeah, and I mean, like every ounce of this is just everything you never do as a teacher every ounce of this is like you don't sleep with students you don't call them idiots you don't call them failures you don't repeat yourself and refuse to actually teach them like you don't do any of that shit and if you're really that bad you fucking tell them like oh here is the on-campus tutoring programs. It is clear my style is not working. Like, if you're unwilling to uh, change your style, you refer them. You don't say, well, if you don't understand my teaching style, uh, then clearly uh, you're hopeless, you should drop out of the program, and you're a failure. Also, I'm going to shout some racist shit at you. Yep, and uh, after this uh, second sexual encounter, we get another exam, at which point Sal actually starts to improve grades, and we know this is because she now has Danny mm-hmm. as a tutor, and Danny is the kind of person that uh, always listens to people, well, maybe not always, he's still mm-hmm. you know young and uh, a bit teenage stupid, but uh, he tries to listen to people, he tries to see it from... Uh, their side and he tries to you know figure out how he should tell them he does not give up on them easily and mm-hmm. thus cell grades improves and once again we see what starts as a tiny little glimmer of not being too bad but then ends up in being uh, even more horrible again in which, the strip genuine which, um, which can i first um point out exactly what danny does that works so well and it's it's why he's a good teacher and the reason why Jason is terrible. Like, Danny comes into it, sees how she approaches a different thing, and how she sort of uh, kind of cheats across, kind of wants to break rules as fast as possible, which is a thing. Like, I've got a lot of students that, like, they want to just skip ahead and because they're used to with things making sense, 
they can skip ahead and then they'll come to something that doesn't intuitively make sense and they can't skip again and they get really frustrated. And like he recognizes that and he goes, oh, okay, you just need to know what the steps are so you know and to understand them so you can cheat, so you can do this. And you need me to explain the context of why you would need to know this bullshit steps um, so that you can kind of understand how the whole system works so you can know where you can cheat. Uh, kind of yep. like and take those shortcuts and like yeah that's that's totally a thing and I've I've had students also who've who've who need that extra con uh like context to understand something where it's like you explain it to them in like a more simple kind of like here's the step style like for some students that's great that's exactly what they need they need that structure but for other students it's like okay but unless you tell me why I'm like I'm gonna need the ultra complex reason of exactly why we're doing this shit. Otherwise, like, none of this makes sense. It's just a bunch of words you just threw on a page. And... Yeah, and, and this goes into uh, uh, something of a general principle, uh, like, uh, like Sal shows that she's good at getting better by breaking the rules because that's working for her. And it, but what Danny shows her is, uh, is an important principle that I like when it comes to uh, quite a few things in life, not all things, but at least when it comes to say storytelling and art and so on, in that you, you gotta know the rules if you want to break the mm -hmm. rules, because I mean, si simply breaking the rules and making it all wrong, that's easy as hell. Uh, anyone can do that, but to break them in a way that gets you to the point where you have to be right. To do that, mm -hmm. you have to know them first. That's what Danny knows, and yep. that's how he got through to Sal, and mm -hmm. that's how Sal's scores suddenly started improving, and uh, leads us back to uh, to the strip, uh, strip genuine, which starts out slightly good and then uh, turns horrible again. Mm -hmm. In in that uh, in that Jason actually. Uh, says, I gave your paper to another TA to grade, so unless you've gone on a tumble with them as well, your score is genuine, which like, yeah, okay, uh, it is a good thing, at at least, that he's not grading her papers directly now, and mm -hmm. especially that she now immediately feel like, oh, that's, like, she's ready to be uh, somewhat hostile with him, that's what she's ready for in mm -hmm. the first panel of that strip. But then she realizes, oh, oh, I did great by myself. And mm -hmm. she is almost stunned speechless by that. And like her smile, uh, she has pride. Like, exactly. Like, uh, so that is the one small good thing. And then he has to ruin that one small good thing by um, uh, saying, that, oh, I'd give you a better grade than that for sex. But again, that's exactly what you didn't do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sal calls him out. Why do you say you do things when you did the exact opposite? I mean, are you a student of the school of uh, the Trump administration or something? Yeah, and I mean, like, it's such gaslighting bullshit because, like, it's like, oh, I would have given you a better grade than that for sex. And she's like, no, you didn't. You gave me a 43 after I gave you sex and then blamed me for it. Like, and his response to that is like, oh, are you always going to be sore over that? Like, oh, how dare... Like, it's like she dared bring that up or intended to bring that up when he was the one who completely picked this fight and said something fundamentally untrue. And also something sexist as hell. Like, this is a thing that that spurned guys sometimes do because toxic masculinity is a hell of a drug. 
um, which is this kind of like, oh, well, you slept with me, so you're a slut, um, and you must be sleeping with everyone else because you're no longer sleeping with me now. Exactly. And... Uh... And then we uh, follow up to the exam after that again, which mm -hmm. uh, now brings us to the strip No Thanks, in which uh, Sal gets her glorious, glorious vengeance mm -hmm. with just a few simple words, uh, in which her grades are again improving. Mm -hmm. Now up to an 83. No thanks to you. I got a new tutor. And he's still trying to make it about it being her fault. So maybe you finally started to listen. And she's like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> so maybe you're a shitty ass teacher. Mm -hmm. God, it feels so good to rub your face in it. Yeah. And we see the part uh, in the second to last panel. We see the part of Jason where he really, like, he's has no comment to that. He can't respond to that because he realizes that is actually so fucking true. And he can't mm -hmm. possibly say anything to that at all. Uh, and then he's uh, starting to whine, but at least only to himself and not to sell directly. Which small mercies but it's still kind of a it's just such an like oh oh go fuck yourself kind of a line it's like not only was that mean but i'm starting to think that lust but was an innuendo like he's still like trying to pit do poor pitiful me i'm besieged by this by this dangerous ruffian kind of bullshit self-image that he's using to justify his horrible actions but like he's also like oh you're not trying to fuck me anymore because I've been so unbelievably awful to you on every single possible level. It's like, yeah, that's what happens when you have someone who's willing to put up with your shit enough to fuck you, and you're a complete jackass to them. They stop wanting to fuck you. Huh, imagine that. I what know. What a novel concept. Ma, will wonders never cease? Yep, and then the next thing he does is that he tries to reconfirm himself as the hero in his own story mm -hmm. by going to Penny, which uh, he should know by now is probably not a very wise choice to do, because, hey, if there's anyone who's actually worse than Jason, then, hey, meet Penny. Mm -hmm. Because when he asks Penny, am I a bad teacher, the first thing she does is oh poor simple confused jason it doesn't suddenly matter <laughs> like oh, she yeah. really does not i mean he likes to pretend that he still gives a damn and uh, that is almost more tragic than uh, awful in a way uh, still awful of course but uh, there's a certain tragedy in there but Penny, on the other hand, she likes to break those rules, and she doesn't give a damn about uh, about breaking student-teacher frater uh, fraternizing rules at all. Because uh, as long as she makes, uh, as long as she has people liking her, as long as she keeps her network intact and everything, then she knows she can get away with murder, which and. Uh, unfortunately, is a lesson that uh, tends to be quite true in the real world as well. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, uh, she talks about how Professor Reese is a horrible teacher. Uh, Which she is. 
which it is, and like you've conjured up a code of honor that no one else actually abides by, uh, not even including himself. The the only thing the code of honor uh, does for him is making him bad about doing bad things, which doesn't stop him from doing those things, so it doesn't mm -hmm. really work. And then she uh, has her 12.30 appointment. Like, she has a point... Like, she schedules her teaching. Uh, she schedules her job to include fraternizing with her students. In comes Joe. Now, we do not know for certain whether or not Joe is a student in her class. Uh, now, it doesn't really matter much whether he is or not, because it shouldn't happen at all. But there is a certain level of making it even worse that he would be in her class and she's using him for mm. uh, for her own sexual gratification. Because uh, at least if he's in other classes, then she has less power over him. Still yeah. power, but less power. And she's unrepentant about it. She doesn't uh, refer to Joe as a human being. She is uh, basically uh, thinking of him as a living sex toy. And mm -hmm. the thing is, the main reason I think that Joe is in her class is that uh, is basically because of the narrative uh, imperative. Like mm -hmm. uh, it just would make for Willis to ignore that aspect uh, would not make sense to me like joe being in a class and showing that she's willfully ignoring mm -hmm. uh, the bad aspects of what jason pretends to be concerned about uh, it's just too much of an opportunity to pass up for a st storyteller like willis himself yeah. and uh, and in the follow-up strip dangerous she again like uh, uh just say it's that you're not gonna be fired for breaking rules you're gonna be fired for being a stuffy arsehole and uh true stuffy arseholes also shouldn't have a position in teachings mm -hmm. but uh it uh, being loved is not an excuse for getting away with uh well it's um it's with a, what she's doing it's a strictly it's a strictly like broken capitalism kind of argument it's basically like the bureaucratic safety thing of like oh, if I'm part of the boys' club, essentially, if she's part of, like, the system and the system loves her, then they'll cover up her indiscretions. And we see that in a bunch of schools where we see um, teachers who, like, sleep with their students, but, like, oh, they're beloved by the department or do good research or, you know, like, have made friends with someone of power. Then it's like, oh, you know, like... We'll overlook this. We'll bury it. We'll help you kind of smear the person who noticed it or the person it happened to. Um, but yeah, like, they're not going to do that for someone they have no respect for or who's, like, super marginalized. Like, and yeah, if no one in the apartment likes him, yeah, if they catch him sleeping with a student, yeah, they're going to kick him out on his ass because no one's going to stick up for, you know, shitty Jason here. Exactly. And... Uh... and um, before we kind of move on, I would totally want to get into, um, the most, like, just, oh my god, fuck you, Jason moment, I think has got to be the first panel of, uh, the 1230 comic, where he says, Penny, being a good teacher matters to me. It's like, no, it fucking doesn't. You've put in no effort to train yourself on pedagogy. You don't bother to double check your teaching styles to make sure they work. 
you denigrate your students, you try and sleep with your students, that's literally the first thing you tried to do, and then you try and blame your students when that succeeds. Like, he is objectively terrible as a teacher, and he objectively has no interest in actually changing it. All he really cares about is being told he's a good teacher, being reassured that, no, 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 you don't need to change, you're perfect the way you are. Which is just some rich fucking nonsense, and it's kind of why it's like, yeah, like, Penny is absolutely fucking horrible, but good on her for, like, at least just, like, just shutting that fucking shit down and being like, you know, fuck that noise. <laughs> it's like, none of us care about being a good teacher. We're all terrible teachers. Own it, like I am. Like, he shouldn't, because all of them should actually strive to become good teachers instead, but, like... At least he isn't, at least she isn't, like, trying to make her victims tell her what a great teacher she is. Yeah, and uh, then, uh, a bit later than that, Jason meets Al in a bar, and I will, uh, it's a strange uh, series of events in some ways, but... Uh, there are, again, some glimmers of not too horrible, and then a fair few things of quite horrible. Uh, like, I will admit that he he probably would have just gone away if Sal told him no when he asked, if is this seat taken? Uh, although Sal's sort of yes wasn't really a... How should, how should we put it? It was definitely not an enthusiastic content. Uh, mm -hmm consent it was just a meh i don't give a shit mm -hmm. yeah don't uh, got the energy to put up a fight yeah it's that that's a sign to keep on fucking walking yep and uh it's uh and then it turns out that uh, she only allows it because she thinks drinking alone is even worse than uh, than being with people she despise mm -hmm. which is quite tragic yeah. and uh, and like jason is still clinging to his little hero story my friends are all over there just out of view and even he himself realizes what fucking bullshit comment that was mm -hmm. it's so lovely to see that he's understanding that of course then in the next strip twist march 19th uh like uh, sal takes a R relatively gentle stab at him considering the mouthier with the bow tie has no friends with a twist and he's mm -hmm. like uh came here from england for for graduate school i didn't start it from the ground floor yeah hmm so uh in case anyone hasn't figured it out i'm a bona fide foreigner in the usoa and i'm live here and uh you know what i got friends rather easily i got friends three months after i moved here and uh, it's not that hard if you're not a stuck-up arsehole. Yeah, and I mean, like, he's also, like, he works in a field. He's got other grad students. He's got co-work, like, he's got co-workers. He's got fellow students. Like, he has people, like, fellow grad students. Like, he's got people to make friends with without ever leaving the confines of his job. And so, like, that is already an excuse in general. And, like, we know he's used that to connect with people because we know that he slept with Penny in the past. So it's like, oh, he was able to use his connections to get sex, but he's making excuses for not having any friends? Indeed. And uh, 
next few uh, next couple of strips are basically the typical uh, Jason cell dynamic, uh, and I'll just go ahead to the strip walking then two days later, March 21, 2015, in which again it's like he does the right thing, but he manages to spoil and ruin doing the right thing. In that when someone is too drunk to walk properly, yes, you do walk them home, but for crying out loud, don't start whining about it. Take it like a grown-up. Take it like an adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially when... when you just got finished basically encouraging a minor to drink. Like, he knew she was a minor. She could, He could have easily said to the barman, Hey, barman, she's under, eight, she's under 21. She should not be here. Or even, like, hey... She's had enough now. Even that would have been, you know... Yeah, call a cab for her. Get her back to the dorm room. Exactly. Like, make sure that someone who's capable of doing the right things without denigrating her at the same time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we get to the next strip where they finally dare to uh, the strip occupancy. And he finally realizes, oh, uh, that other tutor you had, what did he do differently? And Sal gets straight to the matter. He tried to understand. And he's like, I tried to understand. Nope, nope, you're not. What do you call this? What do you call this right here? And white noise she wished is pretty much the only proper response. I mean, she's not wrong. He is white. And everything he says is might as well just be noise. Yeah, exactly. And... uh, like, don't get pissy with me. I asked an important question and you answered with separate... No, she didn't answer with separate rubbish. She answered the truth. Danny tried to understand. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then uh, we learned that uh, he probably had ulterior motives. Uh, sl- at least not sexual ulterior motives. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still ulterior motives nonetheless to drag her up. Just so he could find another excuse to make himself the hero of the story again, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this leaves most of our stuff with Jason, except we ha- have seen him uh, once more after that, in which uh, he is uh, simply complimenting uh, Sal, and she doesn't take it because she's used to him having ulterior motives for everything he says. So mm-hmm. she just shuts him down before he gets a chance to do that. And uh, he at least doesn't try to stop that because maybe at this point he's starting to realize that maybe she's right about a few things about himself. So he lets her have at him and take it off. And then he starts talking to Vorky in the way that he should have talked to Sal in the first place like can we talk about it like he approaches walkie i'm not sure if it it's his office hours or not probably not knowing uh, oh we know knowing it's how not, the story his goes office hours are in the afternoon on tuesday and these classes are canon monday wednesday in the morning exactly so he seeks out a student who's having trouble actively seeks out and he approaches them in the least non-bad way, because again, no student ever likes to talk about these things anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, he appro- like if he had approached Sal that way in the very beginning of this whole, then so many things would have been so, so different. And 
yeah, like he's like, uh, I have noticed your proficiency has slipped as we have moved out to review material. And uh, now we're sort of getting into the walkie storyline, which probably mm -hmm. will make this uh, far too long if we keep on doing that. But, uh, but like I said, if that's how he had started out everything to begin with, then he would possibly have become a simply inadequate teacher's aide. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, there's a gendered thing to that. Like, there is a long history of douchebags, especially the type of douchebags who try and sleep with students, like, where they'll denigrate women's work and they'll denigrate women's abilities and ability to learn. And then it's like, oh, a man needs help? Oh, let me be that actual teacher that I should have been. So there's also that element to it. And honestly, I'm really glad that it turns out Walkie's not having to rely on him because he's just, he's learned nothing. I mean, that that's the central tragedy of Jason is that he has all of these opportunities to learn how to teach. And every single time someone tries to talk to him about what he's not doing right, he shuts it down and turns it into this, oh, pity me, kind of narrative where he's just besieged by all the kind of terrible students out there and he refuses to learn the fundamental value like what Sal said like he cared that's the essence of teaching that is teaching in its most fundamental pure form is you care that they know about it that they know what the material is that they that they that you can show how much you care about it and you can get them to care about it because you can't force a student to learn you can't like drag their head to the book and force the knowledge in like you have to give the student a narrative where they want to learn and where they have an ability and a means by which to succeed and that often means you need to care as a teacher you need to care about trying different methods you need to care about not denigrating the students. You need to care about, and you need to see a student struggling not as a sign of that student being in trouble, but a sign of your teaching style needs improvement. Like, a perfect teacher will have zero people fail their class because they'll have found a way to teach everyone everything. And that's the ideal. Yep. Uh, speaking of being a bit more ideal, I'd like to go back to Danny in the strip shirk uh, in uh, June to June the ter the 30th of June 2014. I like using the dates first, mm -hmm. by the way, because I'm European. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, uh, I like the fact that at this point, Sal just assumes anyone trying to help her is uh, wanting to get in her pants and Danny is the kind of person who says no to that because Danny is the kind of person that wants uh, sex to be like basically he wants it to be about making love like having a connection with people mm -hmm. and uh, and he even though admits that he's not completely altruistic in that he just wants to feel useful for someone mm -hmm. uh, in a way that he knows how uh, but still, I would take that kind of not quite altruistic teacher any day mm -hmm. of the week. Yeah. Danny it's... should become a teacher, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, I think he would be a fantastic teacher because, like, if Jason is everything wrong, he's everything right. He sees, he connects to something the student cares about. 
Sal cares about the Mario Kart game and is good at it. And so he connects the material to the thing that she's good at, connects the skills she's using to succeed at that to the material, identifies what in the material by looking at her homework. Like, he, Jason had access to all of the things Danny uses to diagnose what the real issue is. But Danny, exactly. but Danny doesn't have that ego. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, sorry to break in here, but I just have to say, like, we talked earlier about Jason saying you're positively hopeless. Whereas <laughs> Danny, when he looked over her assignment, the ones marked wrong look like procedural errors to me like you're just having trouble following the steps he goes right into what the problem actually is mm -hmm. not that she's hopeless but that's the problem and therefore now we now what we know what the problem is i guess we can figure out how to solve it yeah and he and, and that's what he immediately starts doing he does not give up on her he does not call her hopeless or anything mm -hmm. like that at worst it might be that uh like he's he even said he he's not being completely altruistic maybe there's a tiny spot of him pitting her or something but even so if the end result is that he teaches her properly again i'll gladly take that any day of the week yep and yeah and I, and the central tragedy of jason is that one strip where she tells him exactly what danny did and then his first re reaction is to get defensive, defend his style, and dismiss her because he's just too much of an asshole to acknowledge that he's not good and that people he has denigrated know better than him on how to do his job. And I don't think his ego can take that. Like, I don't, I think he can't take the idea that someone he dismissed as this ignorant thug in his uh, in his mind with this kind of like racist and sexist idea of what she was that she understands his job better than he does but that's the truth he's he is as penny notes they all are as penny notes terrible teachers yep and uh, on that note, uh, for any students out there, we hope that uh, if you're having trouble, that you can find someone to help you properly. We hope that you will not give up, but that if something, changing something will be the better solution, we hope that you will uh, be able to choose that solution instead. And uh, we hope that your education will do more good than harm for you. Yeah. And the important thing to note is whenever you're feeling like crap, like you don't got this, like things aren't making sense, believe us, you've got this, and it will make sense. All right, everybody, stay safe and uh, sympathy via appropriate gesture to anyone who needs it. Yep. And one final PS, just for all the trans students out there who are looking at the current laws that are happening in the US and the removal of the Title IX protections for you, stay alive. You matter. You really do.